What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Married to Reality. I'm your co-host, John, here with my wife and co-host. She also asked for an alpaca at her wedding. What she did not ask for was a person in a guinea pig costume. (laughs) Thank goodness. It's the one and only Teresa. Hello, everyone. How's everyone doing? And I did. I saw a photo shoot of a couple with an alpacas in the background. It was kind of cool. And then I found out you can rent them for like, it wasn't that expensive for the day. I think it was like $700. Was it that much? I think it was like $750. For we looked ma- into it. For how many alpacas? One, a single alpaca. Uh, wasn't it a pair? So a it could be a one on each side? A pack of alpacas? <laughs> yeah. I think it was $750 a piece. Okay. I mean, we didn't have the wedding party. That's what I was going for. You wanted an alpaca to be your bridesmaid. Yes. Your maid of honor. Yes. Well, I had I had a maid of honor. You hear that, Daniela? I know. I love my friend. She was great. But I was thinking, if there is an alpaca that maybe starts walking down the aisle first. Now we're talking. And then just like kind of linger in the background. Now we're talking. What is the, there's a viral video. Is it the alpacas? And it's like, everybody messing with my click, click. Click and there's just a group of alpacas. I think it's alpacas or maybe llamas. You don't know. I don't, I I don't know what you're talking about. It's adorable and I'll show it to you. But that would be quite the entrance to a wedding. I saw a video of an alpaca cafe that you just are sitting at a table drinking your cafe or a little tea, and they release the alpacas and they're just kind of mingle with you. Can you imagine if that's where John Mayer was? On New Year's Eve. Forget forget the cat cafe. Yeah. (laughs) I think Anderson would still be giggling. (laughs) Alpacas are cute. Very cute. And I'm going to pat myself on the back because as a decent fiance, we did look into it. We did, I didn't just turn my nose up at you and say, absolutely not. I looked at the price and then I said, absolutely not. I mean, ultimately, I wanted to have a seal, (laughs) but that was kind of, um, that wasn't as easy as the alpaca, you cannot. Ju- I just learned that you cannot just rent a seal. You looked into this? I did not. Uh, <laughs> that'd be a great business idea. Rent, think, renting a seal? Yeah, mobile seals, seals on wheels. Come on. Ooh, I love that. Seals on wheels. You bring them around to children's birthday parties, adult weddings. Ooh. Funerals. Seal the deal. Yeah, I was. It's like um. Um, what is it? The um, emotional support seal. Mm, I like it. I like it too. Let's look into this. Let's look into that. <laughs> All right. All right. In the meantime, we're here to talk about 90 Day Fiance, the OG. Before we do, real quick, if you guys are watching The Single Life, or even if you're not watching The Single Life, but you want to hear our thoughts on The Single Life, come on over to the Patreon of the Supercast, patreon.com slash reality, marriedthroughreality.supercast.com. We're talking about the single life. We're loving the single life. If you get on the family affair level, you will get video of that podcast. You'll also get access to our monthly bonus videos. True. We just did a monthly bonus. And it was a lot of fun. Prison Brides. Woo-hoo. The show everyone's talking about. Not to be misleading, guys, as sometimes I may be. It was a bonus. Yes. We're not covering the prison brides. However, we might do another bonus. We'll see. It was fascinating. It was entertaining. It oh, yeah. lured us in. And so I think there may be a bonus in the future about prison brides. But yeah, we just did the first episode, the season premiere. Yes. I feel like Lifetime's probably... No, they know that maths is just not being very successful. So they're trying to find other outlets. <laughs> and they're like, TLC's dealing with all these foreigners. Pretty good. Yeah, I think they struck gold with this one. We'll see. Too early to tell, but it was a fun bonus. So come on over, check it out on the Family Affair level, Patreon and Supercast. Also, on the Patreon and the Supercast, there's none of this. There's no housekeeping. There's no business. You just get straight content. You don't have any ads. So it's just... 
all the goodness, all the time, none of the fat. But people get the opening, right? When we discuss the alpacas and the seal. Absolutely. Good. When I when I say, all right, let's do a little business, that's when we cut out for our Patreon and Super. And I know that I'm just making sure. Yes, good point. And also on the Patreon, there's a chat feature, group chat. Woo-hoo. It's like AOL chat rooms all over again. And we're I love fun. it. I see Q. That's what I and use. I see Q. I see you. <laughs> I see Q. All right. Patreon, Supercast. Also, make sure you're following us on Instagram. At Married to Reality Pod, we share news, memes, and you can chat with us over there too. Just call in, message us on the Instagram. Yes, guys, do that. I love chatting with you. John is lingering in the background. I'm peeking, I'm spying. He's speaking, he's spying. But if you have a message directly to John, just say it and I'll let him respond. <laughs> Thank you. So follow us on Instagram. Also, make sure you're following the podcast wherever you're listening right now. It's so easy to do. Look down, smash that follow button. Guys, Smash it like it says hurt. Yes, the swan boat. Reminds me of my childhood. Yeah, that's fun. I've been on a swan boat before, but it's very old school. Yeah. When we were watching Match Me Abroad, Harold went on the car boat. Yeah. I would prefer the car boat. I I like the swan boat. All right. Well, smash like it's as hot as that swan boat. And last but not least, if you haven't left a review, please do. You guys know we're suckers for a little love. If you leave a five-star review and you write something, we'll read it on this podcast right here. Do you have any? Of course, Teresa. I have a very, I have a lovely review I'd like to read. Let's hear it. Okay. This one comes to us from our friend Gray121314. Hello, Gray. And all the numbers? Yes. Five stars. Love that. Titled, New Favorite Podcast. Woohoo. All right. Y'all are so funny and spot on. I love your banter and cute catchphrases. Smash it like it's hot. Woo, I love that. Thank How, you, Gray. Yeah, thank you, Gray, and all the numbers. What a great review. Woo, amazing. Number one. Oh, oh. yeah, Gray. In check, fun gray fact. In check, we don't do letter grades. We do number grades. You don't do like an A plus We do B. one, two, three, four, five. Five F, one A. That's very confusing. It's almost like golf. Like the lower your number, the better you're doing. No, so you have, we don't say you have straight A's. You say you have straight, straight ones. ones. Mm-hmm. So you, you, get, so you still get one plus, one minus. <laughs> yeah. So one plus. All right. Thank on this you. review. Thank you, Gray. All right. And here's where we come back for our Patreon and Supercast friends. This is where they come back in, okay? Oh, hello. All right. Well, we're not back yet. But (laughs) before we get into 90 Day, what do you say we do a little 90 Day, by the way? Let's hear that. All right. Number one, there seems to be maybe a major update in the world of Christian and Cleo. Okay. Let's hear it. What's the last you heard of, of them? They broke up. They broke up. Okay. Me too. But it seems like they're on again, off again, on again, off again. They seem very much on again. And there's more. Ooh, okay. So no official announcement. But recently, past couple weeks, Cleo's posted several photos of them together on their social media. Interesting. Cleo's been in the States seeing Christian and whatnot. But the big shocker in several of the photos starting around Christmas, you can see what looks very much to be an engagement ring on Cleo's finger. Oh, I mean, he was going to propose and then, then they, they broke, broke up. up. Yeah. So interesting. Maybe no announcement, no official announcement, because if they are engaged, that's definitely a new season for them. I would think so. so yeah. They, they probably want to announce that in promotional materials or on the season. But yeah, it, she's not really hiding it. In the Unless. Photos. They're done with 90 day and they just want to live their life. But then announce it. If you get proposed to, you're doing an engagement post. For sure. So that hasn't been. But around Christmas time, there start to be a lot of photos with a nice diamond ring on mm. her ring finger. Interesting. I think so. so let's, let's see. Let's stay tuned. Let's see. Stay tuned. Yes. All right. That's number one. By the way, number two. I don't know if you remember. During David and Sheila's season, mm-hmm. a GoFundMe page popped yes. up saying it was trying to raise money to rebuild the stairs at Sheila's, right? And it was apparently a scam. David said, yes. don't donate. Please don't. This is not us. Well, now there's a real GoFundMe set up by David himself where he's aiming to raise $150,000 to buy a home for himself, Sheila, John Rail. Oh, in the States. Okay. 
On the GoFundMe, he writes, currently I'm working in a casino, cleaning the machines and the floor and at a grocery store stocking shelves. My salary alone will not be enough to purchase a good home for our family. Please help us to afford a quiet home where we can live together. Okay, he's asking for 150000 This just went up the other day. So far, he's raised around 5300 Ooh. Well, the, I kind of understand. Okay, go with that, go with that train of thought. I, th- I don't think people want to donate to something like that. I feel like when you ask for donation, it's like someone's sick, someone needs help, someone, uh, some, something catastrophic strike, right? You're trying to help someone. Just, and I get it. I understand he wants to find a nice place to live. He's working hard, but... I don't think that's what you use your fundraiser for. It's more like I lost both of my jobs. I don't know what to do. We need to survive. We need to pay rent for the next couple of months. Try to raise 20 grand, right? Yeah. 150 for an actual home. It's a little aggressive. Yeah. So that's the general consensus on social media. He posted it on his page. He said, please donate. And people commented, if you want her here, you should support her yourself. Why can't she work in the Philippines to raise money? This is not what GoFundMe is yes. used for. So general consensus is how you're feeling. Again, he's raised some money. About 200 people have donated so far. So some people do want to help. If you want to help, you can. There's a there's a link on his Instagram. But yeah, I'm kind of with you. I'm kind of yeah, with you. Yeah, that's not how you use GoFundMe. If, if the GoFundMe was for guys, I'm... Um, Doing my best with the two jobs I have, but I'm struggling with bringing Sheila over with her son. Help me, you know, pay for the lawyer or something like that. Yeah. Sure. I, I get it. Immigration's expensive and he has to do it for two people. Right. So, yeah. But to just purchase a home, like, I feel like there's so many of us, maybe all of us who would want to buy a home or who have a home and you pay mortgage, right? Sure. Like. That's not how you use GoFundMe. And I do love David and Sheila and I feel for him. However, there's so many people like him who have multiple jobs and just trying to do their best. And I think once Sheila gets here and she'll be able to work, she'll bring some income too and maybe they can upgrade. Yeah, that's I mean, that's the American dream is you come, you hustle, you build a life for yourself. Yeah, it's not just. Hey, I'm going to go on the internet and ask for money. Yeah. And I get it. He's working his ass off and he's been dealt a tough hand, but he's living somewhere now. Yeah. Sheila can come with her son and live there for a few months. She can get her working papers and then she can start working. Maybe one day they can get that dream house. But yeah, you're not alone in that feeling. And I'm kind of, I'm kind of on the fence. I I don't think it hurts to ask, but I'm not surprised by the reaction. No, I don't think that's what GoFundMe is for. Four. It's it has a purpose, and I don't think this is it. Yeah, the, the purpose is really what that scam was, yeah. which obviously that was a scam, and that person was going to take the money. But it's like, yeah, if she's alone in the Philippines, her stairs, yeah, are in such bad shape that her mom died because of it. Then it's like, hey, I can't afford to fix this. This is a hazard. That I think is more. Yeah. Mine. Anyways, that's ninety day. By the way, what do you say we talk about the episode? Yes. That we just watched, episode 13. Woohoo, lucky 13. Let's start with Sophie and Rob. Started at the bottom, now we're still at the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> that's Rob's. That's yeah, Rob's I song. love how he loves to just talk shit about Sophie and her mom to the producers. Meanwhile, they can hear him. Oh, like he was he's out- outside there inside. He's like, what do they, what do they think? And he, he talks about Sophie and her mom as they. Yeah. It's like, bro, like, first of all, she's your fiance and that's her mom. Like, you might feel a certain way about Sophie's mom, but be respectful. Yeah, I don't take that much of an issue with him thing them. It's just a quick and easy way to say Sophie and Claire. But yeah, don't be running your mouth while you're sitting outside. And they, they can, can hear you. They can hear, yeah. So if he was just tearing through his hoarding piles looking for her fanny pack because they're trying to get out of there. Enough is enough. Yes. So mom says, Rob, Sophie's going to stay with me tonight. And she apologizes for raising her voice, but not for what she said. And I agree with it. 
Yeah, I don't think she said anything wrong. I think the she issue- didn't. She she kind of joked or not joked, but she kind of poked at him. Maybe used some British humor mm-hmm. that he didn't find funny. I get it, but I'm glad she didn't take back what she said because what she said is true. He should have prepared for Sophie's arrival, and this is not an ideal situation. No, I think the real issue is that Claire hit the nail on the head, and deep down, the knob probably knows she's right. And that's why it hurts and stings so much is because... She identified the the real issue and he's like, oh, she's calling me out and she's right to call me out. And he's trying to deflect and push back and say, oh, you don't know. But th- they know and they're right. And Claire's now coming in to sweep Sophie away and, and save the day. Yeah, Rob is upset that Sophie's not on his team. But what's your team? I what know. is your team up to? You have no team. It's just you sitting, blobbling around, (laughs) like you have no team. You could have a team if you were a team player and treated Sophie as someone who is on your team, someone equal to you, but you don't. Yeah, it's just one issue after the next. I've been reading a lot of spoilers about it, not even spoilers, but people speculate about does he have a job or what does he do for a living? I've heard this too. I've heard this too. I've heard one. I want to bring up that he works for a dispensary, so they didn't want to publish it. But if he worked for a dispensary, I think he could afford a one-bedroom apartment with a bathroom on the inside. Yeah. I think there is a lot of money in weed. I saw I saw this as well. If he worked for a dispensary and TLC didn't want to televise that, it wouldn't be because TLC doesn't want to show a dispensary. He's in California it's legal. It is legal. It's been yeah. legal for years. It's not even like it's medicinal. It's been legal for years recreationally. They televised George of George and its and Oh Fisa, yeah, and a long was, time ago. Was like smuggling yes, drugs true. across state lines. So if it if they didn't want to show Rob working, it'd be because they want to paint a picture of him. As Rob the Knob, Rob the Bum doesn't have a job. Correct, but I feel like if he did have a job that pays decent amount of money, I don't think he would be acting the way he is. Well, I don't know what to believe because I've also, and again, there's so much speculation out there. I've also heard he is just filming in this location. Like, this is not the real deal. Uh, I don't buy it. I think that's where he lives because he's very proud of it. I, I don't think he do would be too. fighting so hard for a place he doesn't live in. No, it, it seems authentic. I don't think he's that good of an actor. If he was that good of an no. actor, he's in L.A. He would find work as yeah. an actor. I think this is really where he lives. Maybe he works at a dispensary or did. Maybe he got let go. Who knows? Yeah. I think I think this is where he lives. And I think he is unemployed. Maybe picking up a few things here and there. Maybe he does some small odd jobs, trying to be an actor or whatever, right? Yeah. But I don't think... He has a solid job that he goes to every day and makes a living that he knows what the next month's going to bring. Yeah, because even last episode of the episode before when they were arguing and Rob's like, what could I have done? Sophie said, you could have gotten a job. Yeah. So I don't think Sophie would have said that if he had a job. Yeah, I think you can set up, you can act to a certain level, but not like this. Plus, they're a new couple. It's not like they need a storyline. Right. They have a storyline, and it's new. Right. The, whatever happened to the I'm a bisexual? That's That would have been enough of yeah. a storyline. They didn't. They wouldn't need to fabricate yeah. he's jobless. So we'll see. Maybe eventually they'll clarify what's going on with him, but a lot of speculations about him out there. Yeah. That was it for them this episode, yeah. right? So. Then we move on to another not-so-successful couple. Yeah, Manuel and Ashley. Whew, this got spicy, and I was just watching this thinking, poor Jonathan. Poor Jonathan. Jonathan's like I, a nice guy. <laughs> if I went to visit a friend, and my friend got into a huge fight with her boyfriend to the point that they yelled at each other, and then they leave me, to go bang out in the bathroom while I'm <laughs> sitting there knowing what's going on, I would not be happy. Yeah, and also Jonathan was kind of brought there under false pretenses. He was brought there, I feel like, by Ashley yeah. to prove to Manuel that, hey, here in America, we 
spend money on things we want. Yeah. And then Manuel wanted him to be like, no, we send money back home. And it was just, it, he wasn't brought there to just hang out with Manuel. No. He was brought there to support their cases. Emmanuel could not stand me because I just went on a shopping spree. Ugh, Christmas, am I right? Yeah, we have to talk. <laughs> <laughs> we have to talk. Yeah, they were at the coffee shop. Then Ash is like, I'm not dealing with this anymore. They leave. Emmanuel's like uh, basically chaining himself to a fire hydrant outside and, until Ashley sends his family more money. He's trying to do this like sit in of nope. I'm not going to I'm not going to move. I'm not going to leave. Go ahead without me unless you're going to send money to my family. And I think Jonathan had a role because he came to him. He said, stop. Oh, my God. Yeah. Stop. Go apologize to her. This is ridiculous. And I felt bad for him because, as he said, he does seem like a nice dude. Yeah, very who nice. Was, who was brought into this situation. Sure. He's got a shoe buying addiction. But uh, who doesn't? Yeah. Who doesn't? Who doesn't have 20 pairs of sneakers? Am I right, Jonathan? You... Don't even get me started on how, you know how many sneakers do you have? I used to you have You have so many sneakers. I it's buy, outrageous. And there are a few pairs that are brand new. I used to collect. I used to collect Nike Air Maxes back in the day. I don't anymore, but I used to have quite the collection. Now I wear one pair for like six to 12 months and I move on. I just cannot stop going to the Zara website. You need to stop. <laughs> Anyways, we, we quickly learn why that coffee shop is called En Fuego. Because they go to the bathroom. What does it mean? On fire. Oh. Fiery passion. Yeah. The way this couple makes things better is by banging it out. Well, this was crazy. Okay. He apologized. He said, oh, I love you so much, mi amor. And Ashley, mm, okay, I want you to come with me. Like, yeah. This was so awkward because it was literally like, okay, we have a nice moment. Let's bang it up. Let's bang it out so the moment stays for a little longer. Well, here's my huge issue with their relationship tactic. The sex is so Pavlovian that you're almost conditioning the relationship to be like, we need to fight so that we can then make up because we only have sex when we make up after a fight. So they're fighting almost subconsciously so that there's the makeup sex. I don't, I think it's the opposite. I think they fight so much so that if they didn't have something that can make it better afterwards, they wouldn't be together. The sex is the band -aid. I think that's how it started. But I think now they're so conditioned to be like, we fight and then we have sex that they get into fights just so they can have sex. Maybe, but they literally bang it out. But we hear quite uh, a bit. Thoughts? Give me your thoughts on on this. Duh, oh, I get it. For some people, it might be exciting to bang in the bathroom. I could see it if you are out. It's nighttime. You're clubbing. You're drinking, right? <laughs> I guess. But in a coffee shop during the day, I don't think that's um, sexy or exciting. I think it's just. Ew, really? Most coffee shop bathrooms are atrocious. Yes. Are not an aphrodisiac. No. Disgusting. And I think it's disrespectful for the other patrons in there. I mean, we could, yeah. we heard because there was microphones, but if someone's going there to try to use the bathroom and they're like, oh, what's going on? I think. Plus it's, it's during the day. It's kind yeah, of like, I, mean, I, I could understand semantics. again, a bar or a club at night. Like people do that, right? I can understand the desire. At night at a bar or a club, but I still think it's just as inappropriate. It is, but I feel like you can make an excuse to saying, oh, they got a little tipsy, so they banged it out. The fact that they literally went from fighting to, okay, we have to bank. Right. Just take Jonathan to the airport and bang it at <laughs> home. Put Jonathan, he's like, TikTok, guys, my plane is about to take off. They leave the bathroom all sweaty and they're like, okay, Jonathan, let's uh, go. We need to take you to the airport. Yeah, it's also disrespectful to Jonathan. <laughs> Very Poor Jonathan. Poor Jonathan. He's sitting at the coffee shop while they're banging in the bathroom. He knows what's going on. Yeah. And so then here's my other huge issue with their relationship and how they try to handle things. The next day, Ashley snaps right into, let's light some candles hold some healing stones, sage yourself. And it's like, of course, why talk about your issues? Why talk through your issues if you can just light sage? And that's why nothing actually gets resolved because what she's doing is bullshit. 
Manuel thinks it's bullshit. And so maybe if both of you believed in this thing, it could work. But Manuel thinks it's bullshit. And so, of course, it's not going to heal anything. Well, at least he's holding the stone. That's minimal effort. <laughs> but he, holding it while he's going, this is ridiculous. True. Talk about your issues. Don't magically think that by holding a stone and lighting an herb on fire that everything's going to be better. I feel like I don't understand the relationship because, okay, Ashley says, oh, it's the best relationship I've ever had. He's so loving. And that's sad. He is so, he's the best. So she is going to perform a dance for him at their wedding (laughs) together with her friend and her sister who choreographed it. What is it with this season and dance? Because we've had <laughs> Rob doing the airport uh, dance. We had Clayton doing a dance class with Cameron. Gino was dancing. And uh, now everyone is dancing this season. Do you regret that you and I didn't take dance lessons for our wedding? Um, Honest answer? Yeah. No. But I do. I think it would have been fun to have a more polished performance. Yeah, we had a very unpolished but we did practice at home yeah what for 30 seconds three times 30 seconds each yeah i I almost wish we did something more like fun well here's the thing i think it's kind of corny to be so choreographed well what we did we didn't just dance we our our song got a little it had ups and downs. Jammy. And so to at times we kind of split up. We're dancing on our own, just like jamming. Yeah. So I think what we did was a little fun. I like what we did. It was free form, but there was a structure to it. I think when you see the couples, and I know a lot of them and I love a lot of them, but when you see like the choreographed yeah, dance. Yeah, I like the ballroom dancing. I don't like that. It doesn't feel as authentic. It feels like they're putting on a performance as opposed to just enjoying each other's company. This is your first dance as a couple. This True. is your, like, have fun as with it. As a married couple. It, it shouldn't be work. It should just be fun. Yeah. So, and that's all great. The first dance, no matter how you do it, yes, you and I kind of wing it because that's just who we are. Because I would feel corny any other way. I would feel to corny, To be honest, too. I would feel corny. I would feel corny, too, unless it's, like, a fun dance and, like, a... I would put sneakers on if we're doing like some like hip hop or something. And that's something like unexpected. There are some people who can really dance. Like if yeah. you're a really good dancer, then choreograph something because you're good at it. But when I watch someone like my friend with two left feet and he's really trying to remember the steps, I'm like, that looks painful. That doesn't, yeah. look, it doesn't look like you're enjoying your first dance. Yeah. No, that was great. I did similar style dancing with my dad. We were just singing. Yeah, and me and my mom, when we did our dance, we just talked. Like, yeah. We moved, our, we moved to the music. Yeah. And we just had a nice conversation. Yeah. No, great. However, back to the episode, I've never seen anyone perform for the other spouse. Hmm. I've not danced, but I've seen, like, someone sing a song. I should have done that. Hmm. <laughs> to prove how much I love you? Yes. You sing and you're... Oh, yeah. You know what? Okay. So this is a total side note. You know how the New Zealandians have their, that dance? The haka. Yeah. Yeah. And I used to do it when I played rugby in college. Really? Yeah. The haka. Big, it uh, looks all blacks. awesome. And my friend from New York, he was going to New Zealand for a, for a visit. And we get obsessed watching these videos because I was like, this is awesome. And they do it before wedding. I think the guy performs it for the bride oh, really? with his groomsman. That's cool. So like, I get that. I get it as a tradition. But totally. for someone to just prepare a dance for the other spouse, like what is Manuel going to do? Is he just going to be there and watch Ashley doing sexy dancing? Because apparently that's what he likes. Yeah. I don't know. Plus, okay, Ashley's going to... Ashley's going to do a sexy dance with her friend and her sister. Uh-huh. So I, this is this is a little interesting. Are they going to do a sexy dance too? Or are they just like backup dancers in the background? I think they're in the back. I think she's taking the lead and I think she's got backup dancers. I would imagine. I would imagine. We'll have to wait and see. I feel like if she did some bewitching dancing, trying uh-huh. to like, I, w- I could understand that. Okay. Maybe that's... That's who she is, but to do a sexy dance. 
right. Just do it for him at home. Like, do it as the after party. I like that. Here was my biggest issue with this scene. It was always in the back of my mind, especially because I forget if it was Manuel or her who was like 90 day fiance. Why not 120 day fiance? Like they want yeah. the more time. She's convincing herself that this is a good relationship because of how much time and how much money she's already invested in it. She talks about like, well, the government is basically pressuring us to get married. Otherwise, Manuel is going to have to go home. So she knows things aren't good. Well, she says it would be more expensive for me to keep flying back and forth if he couldn't stay, which is true. However, maybe you would find someone you would get along with. Yeah. And she tells us she does. She says, he is the most loving person. He loves me so much. He treats me well. And that's all I need to marry him. He doesn't, though. He literally doesn't. And he makes fun of your stones, too. And that's the sad part is she did say, oh, this is the best relationship I've ever yeah. been. Like, that's so sad because I can't imagine what the other guys were like. Yeah. If this is the best, I don't want to see the worst. Yeah. Ooh. Anyway. I think this is a good place to take a break. Let's take a breaky break. Let's take a quick break. You'll hear a word from our sponsors. When we come back, we got everyone else. All right. We'll be back in a second. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands. And are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. And we're back. Hello, Jonathan. Hey, Barbie. Hey, Barbie. <laughs> okay. Nikki sometimes has decent outfits. This was just trying too hard. I, I genuinely hated what she's wearing. Agree to disagree. I thought she looked snatched. She looked, she looked like a Barbie, literally. I know. Like, like We just watched the movie recently, guys, and that's why it's still fresh in our minds. It's on Max. Hey, guys, Barbie. Yeah. It's on Max if you haven't watched So it. that was my first reaction when I saw her. Yeah. Literally. But Me too. Well, she was pretty in pink, rocking the Barbie vibes. The the hat. What do you call that hat? Barre. Mm, is it it's a It's barret, but barre, I assume it's the English pronunciation. Okay. The the beret, if she was in France, may have been a little too much for me, a little too on the nose, a little too touristy. But I thought it really was the nice cherry on top of the outfit. I guess maybe it's okay. It looked good on her. However, I that's didn't what we're like talking it. about. I didn't. I, I didn't like it. It's that's just what, too. It was too much. Okay. Well, you're allowed to. Too much happening. Too much going on. Okay. Well, that's not. The issue for them. The outfit is not the issue. Oh, the outfit is probably the only thing that's not an issue. Let's start with a nail, though. Mm. A, a broken nail before an engagement party. Not a good sign. Gotta Nikki get it says, fixed. I'm from Jersey. Having a broken nail in Moldova <laughs> is not happening. No. No. <laughs> she found an English-speaking nail technician. Yes. And then immediately just uses her as a therapist. Well... She wants to know, and she keeps asking everyone. I don't know if you realize, but whoever she speaks to, and it's a female, Moldavian female, she keeps asking, are Moldavian men really like this? Are they controlling? <laughs> like she, It's almost like she needs all this validation from everyone to almost excuse Justin's behavior. Well, she wants, she wants to hear, it's confirmation bias. She wants to hear that this isn't, just a Justin thing because that would mean it's a me thing. This is a Moldovan thing. This is cultural. And I have to, if it's cultural, I have to accept the way that he treats me. Yeah. Nikki shows the nail technician photo of her and Justin <laughs> and it follows by, you know, we used to have great sex life and now it's kind of like oh, maybe once or twice a visit. Is this normal for this Moldavian man? She's, she's like, uh... No, and I ran out of English. That's I've spoken as much English as I can. I don't know anymore. I feel like the nail technician ended this with, um, you should just find an American boy. You would be better off. Because she kept asking, complaining about Justin being controlling, Justin being not having sex with her, Justin yeah. being all this way. And yeah, like if you have so many issues with someone, then dude, 
Find someone else. Find someone else. Also, I think the nail tech banged Igor. And so <laughs> that's why. I was just thinking, I was like, how big is this town? Because if it's not too big, Igor's, definitely. Yeah. Igor nailed her. Oh, you know probably. So speaking of Igor, they meet up in the park. They they reserve a strange boat for you, a swan. He looks, <laughs> he looks romantic. You know, okay. That this it just hit me why it feels so familiar. I've never been on a swan boat. However, every year after I went to Disney World once. Never been to Disney World. Oh. But every year for the wine celebration I was talking about, right? We always get um all these little roller coasters that come to town. Okay. Right? And the old school one oh. is all these swans that you sit in. They literally look like that. And they lift, you go in the air, and they go around. It's a very peaceful ride. And how many fatalities have there been? None. Because <laughs> it's like you just send the swan, and it's like it goes in the air and just goes in a circle. So it's slowly. not a roller coaster, it's a swan. No, 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 okay. no. But you know what I'm saying? Oh, uh, when we went to Connecticut a couple of years ago, there was this fall festival. Yeah. They had yeah. a bunch of those roller coasters. Yeah, we, we had carnivals. Carnivals. The same exact place that with the fall festivals that we yeah. had carnivals. Yeah. Yeah. That's what it reminds me of. I used to love those swans. Okay. Well, <laughs> I'm going to call you out, Theresa, because she loved something else about this swan. She loved the metaphor <laughs> that I- I- Igor was like, this boat is a symbol of a relationship. Uh, we must work together and uh, we can swim if we work. Th-. And Teresa audibly went like, aw. <laughs> well, because this is a self-paddling swan. Yeah. If you don't paddle together... If one is paddling, this one's going to go in circles. Uh-huh. You got to paddle together. It was a great analogy because he says, <laughs> the reason I brought you on this one is because it's our like relationship. It can be hard, but we need to work together. Mm-hmm. It's great. Mm-hmm. It's one of the best things he's ever said. <laughs> no, what he says next is one of the best. <laughs> I know we have problems. You need more intimacy. And this is why I share my dream of threesome <laughs> with you. More sex, more people, more sex. This can help us. I think he just wants to bang the, the other woman and wants Nikki to watch and take notes. I, I mean, this is out of control. This conversation is out of control and different strokes for different folks. But, woo. Well, Nikki says... First, we can work, we need to work on our intimacy and then we can bring a third one, but I want it to be a man. Well, she goes, if you get to have sex yeah. with another woman, I get to have sex with another man. Well, that's not what Igor wants. No. And this was man math to the fullest when the way Igor was like, well, no, with two women, I get to bang both of them. But if there's two men, that means someone is banging you. And it's like, yeah. That's called fair square. That's called even <laughs> Stevens, Igor. But he's not okay with that. No, he does not like that. And so he gets upset and leaves. It was beautiful for two minutes. They had two minutes of bliss. Yeah. He's not paddling very hard right now. No. No. He should go back to the swan analogy. <laughs> yeah, he just ends up storming off. And it's like, okay, well, it was fun while it lasted. Yeah. Someone else who stormed off. Oh, boy. And locked herself in a bathroom? Yeah, apparently it's her move. And yes, we're talking about Clayton and Annalie. Yeah. She doesn't want to have the dad conversation for whatever reason. We still don't have a clear understanding as to why. No, but Clayton gets her out of the bathroom so they can talk. And she says, okay, it almost, who else was the other couple who really uh, was into social media? Uh, Shekinah yes. and Sarper. So Clayton says, I, I just don't want to be hit. I want you to post on social media. Like, be proud of me. I, it happened to him in the past. I, I think he has PTSD. Yeah. He was cheated on. And the person was hiding him. Never posted on social media about him. And it's silly, but I get, I kind of get get it. I oh, get I, it for them. They're in their 20s or early 30s. Shekinah and Sarper in their mid-40s get over the social media. No, I completely get it. The social media is not the issue. It's a symptom of the problem. The problem is that there's no trust. Hidden. You, you feel like you're being hidden. I don't know if this is all for the show or whatnot, but you could block your dad 
on social media. Block your dad if that's the only person you're scared of and then post away. Well, however, dad has friends, right? People talk. You would need to block everyone who can potentially see this and talk to dad. So I don't think it's as simple. Okay. However, right, he he tells her this and she's like, oh, you know what? That makes total sense. Let me post a photo and a really nice write-up. <laughs> that might be bad, but I'll do it because I don't want you to be sad. Okay, for two months, you he brought it up multiple times. What happened that just now it hit her? Well, you said two months. I wish I wrote it down. How long has she been in, in the States? Two months. Because so, they have 30 days to wedding. So that's perfect. She can explain away that she met this guy the first week she was there. And within two months, she fell in love. It doesn't. True. Right. It doesn't directly tie back to, oh, this is the reason I came to America. That's a good she point. She can explain it away easily. But why was she fighting so hard? That's what I want to know. Mm-hmm. I want to know why was she fighting so hard? Why wouldn't she bang him? Because he forces her to do this. And now all of a sudden she wants to have sex. It wasn't like he did something for her and now they're having sex. She did something for him and now she's also giving into his sexual desires. I almost feel desires. like she felt bad for him when he did the whole, oh, it's happening to me again. Like, are you hiding me? What's going on? She's like, Aww. And then they had a sympathy sex. <laughs> Choo-choo. The train finally pulled into the station and we both got He's off. He's like, look at me. I'm, I'm wiggling my tail. I'm wiggling my tail. And this is why she doesn't want to bang you because she has to deal with this at post-coital. Also, that's not where you have your tail, Clayton. Where do you he have sh- a tail? Your penis. He should have been wiggling his tail. I don't think that's the tail he was talking about. I think he... I, think he, I, know, he, I know he was doing a dog, but... Something. Or a person dressed as a guinea pig. Yeah. He's a, he's a strange bird. He's very strange. He's very strange, but if it works for them, go for it. He's also rented a very strange bicycle. I don't think that would be something I want to ride around in San Diego. The only words that came to mind, I, I wrote down a pedal-powered golf cart. Because it was like a golf cart that you pedal. I wrote down weird bicycle thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's how they tour San Diego and they would move there, but they would bring mom along with them. Yeah. And Clayton says, I can't afford it. And it's true. San Diego is very expensive. So if he needs to move three people there and be the only one making some money right now, like I get it. Yeah. He could work from anywhere. It seems like. Yeah. He stays in his bedroom all day. So his bedroom could be anywhere. But it's definitely more expensive than Kentucky. San Diego is very expensive. San Diego. So they talk about the wedding. And I'm going to (sighs) call Annalie out because when he took her to the alpaca farm, because he thought, "Mm, maybe if I bring some of her culture back, she's going to bank me. And this is back in Kentucky. Mm -hmm. She said, oh, that's great. But alpacas are in the mountains. I'm I'm by the ocean girl like I, this I don't care for this right well now she does because she says I want to bring some Peruvian culture to the wedding so maybe some guinea pigs that we can serve on a silver platter <laughs> I was gonna and say. some alpacas in the background I was gonna say are they llamas. talking are they talking about the menu or the entertainment when they were having this conversation well the entertainment comes because I thought okay maybe you can have been a guinea pigs on a leash. Sure. Been there, done that, lost one. Keep it on a leash, folks. Keep it on the leash, folks. But yeah, but no. Clayton thinking of like, okay, we can have a person dressed as a guinea pig (laughs) and then an actual alpaca. Yeah. Well, he goes, I don't know if we have enough money for a llama or anything. So maybe a goat. Maybe we'll just get a goat. (laughs) What kind of petting zoo are you getting married at, Clayton? I don't know, but he needs help with the planning. And this cracked me up. He's telling us, he's like, okay, I think our sister Brandy should help us out because she's been married and divorced three times. Who knows more about (laughs) weddings? And I love that he realized what he said and he like died laughing. Well, it's, he's not asking for relationship advice. He's asking for wedding planning advice and she's got probably good advice to give. Yeah. I wouldn't go. To, I wouldn't go to her if you and Annalie hit a rough patch. But if you need to know how to get a good deal on a wedding coordinator, 
she probably does know the answer. Yeah, I mean, she's done it three times. I mean, shout out to sisters helping plan a wedding. Our sister now, she's yours as well. She came in clutch, driving us around, showing us Yeah, that's nice. So, okay, they FaceTime Brandy. And it seems like something happened because Brandy and Anna Lee seemed to have a better relationship. Brandy was already planning the bachelorette party. Well, they kind of reconciled before. Yeah. Yeah. I just didn't know if it was going to stick. It kind of seemed like, all right, I'm sorry. It's sticking for now because Annalie wants a bachelorette party with the, the American strippers. I'm glad they banged before Annalie said this because mm. this would be a lot to swallow if yeah. you're Clayton. If you're trying to bang for weeks and she's like, no, but then she's like, hey, we better have some hot strippers. Like, it's good. Sure. And maybe that's why she did bang so she could get on with this bachelorette party planning. Because, yeah, she wants the old classic American bachelorette by the way Gino does it. Yeah. With strippers and all. And Brandy's already planning something, so that's great. Yes. But they need her to do more. Also, Brandy, um, can you please find a person in a guinea pig costume <laughs> and also coordinate some oh, alpacas oh. and llamas to be at the wedding if possible? And my only question, what's mom doing besides living rent-free in a closet? Give her a task. I don't think mom is really, um, she seems like a lovely lady, but she doesn't scream to me a responsible planner. Um, if there's anyone that could find someone willing to dress up in a guinea pig costume, I bet you it's mom. <laughs> I bet you mom could find it just by looking in the mirror. Or she can do the uh, dressing yeah, up. Exactly. <laughs> so let's see. This sounds like it's going to be a wild wedding. I also good luck on finding a guinea pig costume. what? Guine- <laughs> no, what was that? A guinea pig costume because, Uh-oh. guys, especially our patron friends, you remember our costume last year, not 2023, 2022, when we did... Oh, the Halloween costume? Yeah. We did... Uh, the Groundhog, Groundhog Day. And the Handler. I could not find a Groundhog costume, so I think I was some sort of a squirrel chipmunk <laughs> because that was the only thing I found that was very close to a Groundhog. Mm-hmm. And I read the reviews and people said, hey, we were looking for a Groundhog costume. This is the best thing you can find. Okay. I'm very curious if you can find a guinea pig costume because it's such a weird animal to be to dress up as. It's mm-hmm. the same as a groundhog. I bet you Etsy. I bet you Etsy's got something. I guess a costume, a custom costume. There you go. It's gonna cost some money. Yeah. Let's see. I'm looking forward to this wedding. Oh, me too. It better happen. Me too. Well, someone who's not looking forward to the wedding right now is Brandy because she's like. Um, I'll plan the bachelor party or bachelorette party, but I'm not doing the guinea pig costume and I'm not looking for llamas. Bye. And she hangs up on them. Yeah, she's overwhelmed. That's a lot. That is a lot. That's a lot. Poor Brandy. Well, I mean, you just find a farm, you rent the alpacas, go on Etsy, as you said. (laughs) It's not that crazy. I think the hardest part about this is to find someone who would be willing to dress as the (laughs) guinea pig. Mm-hmm. I wish they could, they listen to this podcast prior because I think all they need is a couple of um, leashes and a designated person who's going to walk the guinea pigs down the aisle on a leash. Okay. Instead of having someone dress up as a guinea pig? Yes. That's tacky. I Just have they, the guinea pigs. I think they want a life-size guinea pig. It's like when you go to Bucky's and you see the mascot there, you want that uh, life, You want that life-size character to take photos with. No, I think you can... So it's a, a wedding favor. I follow this guinea pig on Instagram. It's a very fashionable guinea pigs. That person dresses the guinea pig in outfits. Send me a link. I think they should dress up their guinea pigs Put them on a leash mm-hmm. and let them walk down the aisle with them. Uh, a ring guinea pig. You put the ring on the guinea pig and or send them down the aisle. They just like grass. What if so they want the officiant to be dressed as the guinea pig? Ooh, okay. What if that's what they're going for? I would love to see that. I can't wait to see this wedding. <laughs> it's going to be out of control. <laughs> let's see if Brandy can plan it. All right. Let's move on. This next segment. Woo. Brian. We need more Brian. Oh, a, Brian. A star is born when Brian gets on screen. I love how Citra calls him dad. I wrote that too. It's, it happened very fast and it's very sweet and I believe it. 
she's like, Dad, wh- what are you doing? <laughs> well, I heard footsteps on the roof, and then I saw footprints in the lawn, and it's only two things that it could be, Bigfoot or an alien. Or a Santa. Or Santa. Yeah, like yeah. a little early, but. Yeah, um, that's crazy. So he's trying to repair the grass. He's just watering the patch of dead grass. <laughs> but Sam said he oh. heard something too, so maybe dad's not that crazy. Oh, come on. That's pretty crazy. It's pretty crazy. Well, if it keeps him occupied and That's true. Everyone interested. needs a hobby. Yeah, why not? Everyone needs a hobby. I wouldn't leave my dad and go to the bar if that's what I just heard come out of his mouth. I wouldn't be like, all right, well, we're going day drinking. Good luck with this grass. I'd be like, we're going to sit with your dad for a little while. Well, I think that's, that's his dad. I think he True. does things like this all the time. So I think it would be concerning if he said, oh, probably an animal. Mm, let me repair <laughs> this glass. Right. Grass. <laughs> Single life season five, Brian. Ooh, I would love Please. that. Please. <laughs> well, Citra and Sam are going on a real date. It's going to be Citra's first real date because Sam's going to pay. Apparently, she paid for everything in Indonesia. Mm-hmm. So they they head out to a bar, Boozers, where nobody knows your name because you're all using an alias. Yes. This place. All right. A lot of thoughts. So they go. Sam orders a couple of drinks. Make it fruity. Make it strong. Citra likes the drink. She can't even taste the alcohol, right? She's not a drinker. Well, I I think this is her first drink ever. Right. She knows it's breaking the rules, but YOLO. Yeah. Okay, as long as we don't tell dad, it's fine. I'm more worried about Sam drinking Mm. than Citra. He's in recovery. Yeah. Right? And he knows he shouldn't be dabbling in these dark arts. And he basically tells Citra, like, I want you to be my sponsor in so many words. He's like, I need you to... To draw the line mm. for me. I don't think that's good. He needs to know where the line is and he shouldn't even tempt himself like this. Yeah, he does not know where the line is because he's about to go to jail potentially. So Yeah, and maybe that's why he's like, YOLO, I'm about to go back to the slammer. Let's have a couple cocktails while I'm a free man. But also, YOLO, you're about to get married. Maybe because if he does go to jail, Citra's going back to Indonesia. Right. Again, how long are you going to jail for? I really need to know. I don't know. If it's two weeks, no problem. If it's I don't six know. months, maybe it's a different story. I'm watching Prison Brides. He can go for multiple years. I don't know. And Citra could still be engaged. As long as he sends outlines of his penis, they're going to be <laughs> put a photo of him on a pillow and you'll be you'll be just fine. I think if he goes to jail, the relationship's over. If dad has anything to say about it. Yeah. And apparently he does because in the Muslim culture, the dad has the last say. He needs to give Citra to Sam. If he says no, she's not getting married. Yeah. So Sam and Citra, after the day at the bar, they go to the mosque. Yes. They finally found a mosque. They meet with Jawad, who's a member of the mosque, Ramadan, who's a member, and... I learned where Sam gets his command of another language, which is Brian, because Sam was struggling with that. Assalamu alaikum. Yes. <laughs> it's like the first thing you should learn, I think, just as much as Brian struggled. And so Sam's talking to Jawad and tells him about his journey to Islam. And Jawad was very understanding. He is, but I'm going to give Sam a shit. He did not study at all. I think all, all. He, all he knows is what Citra told him in the past couple of weeks. And here's the thing. I think on the surface I would say, oh, he's just converting because he wants to be with this this sexy 100%. foreigner. But if we rewind to him at the bar and drinking and knowing that he needs to know where the line is, he also knows converting could be good for him in his recovery because it's a little more strict there. It's a little more rigid. There's more rules in place. And I think he knows he could benefit from that. Correct. But... Let's just be honest. The fact that you convert doesn't mean you can't drink. No, he's converting for the booty. He's yes. definitely converting for the booty. But if he wants to sneak a drink here and there, he can. He can. I think unless he becomes religious, so he believes that he cannot, he's 
he cannot drink because he would be punished, whatever, right? right? But that's not going to happen. He's converting for her, not because of he believes. So it's good for him, but at the same time, he can still break the rules. It's all up to him. Sure. I mean, we just saw Citra break the rules. Yes. So New Day, Citra's family is in town. Yes, dad and sister arrived yesterday and the other sisters arriving today. So they're going to pick her up from the airport. Did you see Herman, Father Herman's t-shirt? No. Rocking a Linkin Park t-shirt. It reminds me of when your dad wears his Green Day shirt. I gave it to him. I I wonder if Citra gave him the (laughs) Linkin. I don't know if Linkin Park is huge in Indonesia. I don't know. My dad loves Green Day. That's how I ended up loving Green Day. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, so Green Day was a thing in Czech? Oh, yeah. Oh, I thought you became a big fan once you moved. I thought no. they made that. I thought you knew like one or two songs. I've over. been obsessed with Green Day since I was like 10 years old. Wow, I'm kind of surprised that it got that big Are you serious? Yeah. yeah. My entire room, besides the time that I got obsessed with pink, it's, it's like a little pink stuff. And uh, then with the color of the singer? The color. Okay. And for like a hot minute. And then my entire door and the little little board I had above my computer, it was just Green Day and Good Charlotte That's everywhere. That's true. I knew good, if Good Charlotte penetrated, then yeah, I'm sure yeah, Green Day Yeah, a did. big fan of Green Day. All right. So they're at the hotel where the Citrus family is staying. There was kind of like this little pre-marriage interview with Father Herman. Because he yeah. wanted to he wanted to make sure that Sam was doing this for the right reasons, the real reasons. Well, all good. He seems to be really liking Sam. They hug it out, they talk, but Dad doesn't know about the diversion. Yeah. And Sam is afraid to tell him, but he needs to. And so this lovely conversation of Sam saying, Oh, I wanna convert because of this and that, he says, it just goes in and out. Mm-hmm. All I can think about is that I need to tell him the truth. Yeah, when is the right time? I guess not the moment he lands, but you don't want to no. wait till the last minute. No, he needs to tell him. And I personally, if Citra was my daughter and I've learned that the guy she's about to marry might go to jail because he's an idiot. It's going to be a no for me, dog. Oh, yeah. It's a big no. Especially, this is a conversation you have over a couple cocktails. There's not going to be any cocktails for this no. conversation. And this is why. It was so avoidable. He mm-hmm. made it happen. He forgot about it. Yeah. It's so irresponsible that for me, forget even the jail time. Okay, I could maybe deal with it. <laughs> I couldn't. I'm lying. I couldn't. I would want for the best for my kid. But let's say I could deal with the jail, potential jail time. I would be so pissed because he was that irresponsible. Yeah, like, oh, what a moron. He was so avoidable, and that's right. why it's bad. If this is how you act when there's something this big on the line, how are you going to act yeah. the rest exactly. of your life exactly. with my daughter? Yeah, not good. So best of luck for this couple. Yeah, and I think he's going to tell him next time. I saw the previews. I'm ready. But I'm ready we'll see. Him. We'll see. We'll see what dad says, because if dad is a policeman, All right, last couple, but not least. Jasmine and Gino. Bold move to sprinkle rose petals in a public pool. That's a bold move. Yeah. If it was a private pool that was, you know, en suite, nice. I mean, this pool needs some cleaning anyway, so maybe they they will push them to clean it. Okay. It's part of Gino's big romantic surprise. A single candle. Some roses and, and floating petals of flowers. It's the thought that counts. It is. And Jasmine is all excited because she says, I love surprises. So far, the only surprise <laughs> I get from Gino is when he leaves his shit in the toilet. So this is, is, oh my gosh. This is a better floater than what Gino normally leaves. <laughs> um, I love the way they cheers, the way they toast. I've never paid attention to before. Maybe this is the first time they did it, but they like toasted to a bright future and then they went, cheers, amen. They amened the toast. I missed that. I'm pretty sure they amened. Well, amen to that because, whoo. All right, let's start with the positive things. Oh boy. Gino's super happy that he has Jasmine in his life and this has been a great journey and because he proposed twice already with like shitty rings, Jasmine's words, 
Now it's time to finally give her the ring she always wanted, the diamond. Before he did that, though, Jasmine, it was almost, it was almost Justin adjacent. The way it was like, oh, we're having this great time. And then I'm going to tell you again how I want a threesome. They're having this great time. And Jasmine thinks what she's saying is this compliment, but she's like, I, <laughs> I never dreamed that my partner would be like you. Like, I'm, I'm always more attracted to muscular guys. So I like muscular. Like, and it's like, I know what you're trying to say. Yeah. But this is going to hurt any guy's ego. Yeah, she's like, you know, my ex day, and like, he's more my type. Like, muscular I always thought I'm going to end up with someone like him. Yeah. <laughs> but I should be more, this is real. I should be more thankful for you and your love and your support. I'm like, don't go into writing Hallmark cards, Jasmine. Like, that's not in your future. No. And Gino starts crying. Well, the reason why is because she basically, in a way, said she's going to try with his family. Yeah. She's going to under she understands his family. And so it makes him very emotional. He stands <laughs> up. He goes and grabs this bag. Out of a bush. Baby. Baby. <laughs> he, he, here's an upgrade. Baby. To Terrace. Me. Uh, it's another <laughs> ring. It's a uh, third time's a charm, right? Yes. Let's not forget the first time he got her the ring, it was like 270 this bucks. Is the three little bears. <laughs> the first one was too cheap. The second one was too cheap too, but that was also a, too cheap. There was a thought behind it. Remember when she was lying that she lost the first one because she yeah. hated it so much? It was a shitty, yeah, carnival ring. No, he went to a store. He picked it up. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was, it was cheap. That's no, what he could afford. The second one was the one he got when he was biking with yeah. her and her sister slash yes, daughter. but that was more of a, oh, it's a gesture. Right. And that's why after she actually told him, oh, I still have the first ring. I didn't lose it. But they were all, they were all fake. Because this one he gives... And he was like, this is a real diamond. Like, yeah. You wouldn't say that if the other ones were real diamonds. Oh, no, the other one were cheap, but the first one was what he could afford at the time, sure. apparently. No the second one was a gesture that made Jasmine come clean <laughs> to say, I actually did not lose the first ring. I just hate it so much. Yeah. So now she got a real diamond, this which is a she's real loving. Diamond. So, yeah, so real diamond. Um, and she says, see. She says yes. Yeah, so she's going to marry him for the third time. <laughs> so far, so good, all right? This is ending Miami on a high note. But, okay, wait for it, because this made her feel guilty. Guilty for all the mm -hmm. lies she's been telling Gino about the butt implants. Yeah, so she wants to clear the air, leave Miami on a positive note, so she needs to confess a few things. Yes. First, First of all, I stole one of your hats. Gino, and I'm currently <laughs> wearing it. It looks good on her. It does look good on her. Yeah. Yeah. But she says, well, you know, the butt, the butt thing, the butt implants, the big butts, I cannot lie. Uh, <laughs> another brother gave me the money for that. Well, apparently Dane loaned her the money. So because she said, you know, you know, Gino, you got me the money for the dress and I paid for the butt. And I, I had some money saved, but I didn't have enough. So they loaned me the money. But then I said, <laughs> you know what? Keep it. It's a wedding gift for you and Gino. For because both of you. He's going to enjoy your ass, he's not gonna, me. He's going to enjoy that butt, not me. Um, I almost feel like she thought she's going to make it better by saying that. Less is more in this situation. The less you say, the better. And, and she said way too much. Gino's just sitting there. I don't know if you ever realized that. He, his natural face is his, what do you call the side of your mouth? Go down. Mm-hmm, the side of your mouth. Yeah, I think so. Like these. We call it the corners in Czech. I think it's the corner of your mouth. Yeah, yeah. the corners go down. He looks like a sad clown. Like a, <laughs> like a child. You just like stole that. He does always look like toys. he just got home from a day of clown work and just washed all the makeup off. Yeah. And he looks at her, just listens quietly. And then he's like. You just killed all the momentum we've created in uh, Miami. That didn't work out, did it, Jasmine? It did not. And I'm surprised she told him. I literally thought this is going to be a big thing for the tell-all when they're going to go back. And she's, he's going to learn and then they're going to flip. What, what is the, the protocol here? At this point, do you tell, do you tell that you got a, a gift from your ex for this? 
To me, it's like no harm, no foul. Just some things are better left unsaid. Well, she said it already on camera, so she had to come clean. True. It would if come she out. didn't, if she kept it for herself, sure. But she didn't. She told us. And then she felt bad. And I can understand consciousness. Like, oh, of course. It can eat you up. Of course. Of course. And now she's paying the price for, yep. for the not paying the price, for having someone else pay the price. Yep. Yeah. Uh, next episode looks like uh, someone's getting murdered with a kitchen knife. Oh my gosh! I knew it. <laughs> Maybe she's gonna take the butt implants out. Okay, I'll I'll return them. Let me cut me open. Let's return uh, these butt implants. Like the camera was pointing to the knife way too much, and yeah. I said, "Oh my!" We called it. It's gonna be like ninety day slash dateline. Yeah. Yeah. Oof. We'll see. Stay safe out there, Gino. <laughs> so that's the episode. What a wild episode. Wild. What a wild episode. 90 Day OG. If you guys want more, if you guys want to hear us talk about the single life, you can do that on Patreon and Supercast. Not only are we talking about the single life, but it's ad free. There's no business over there. It's just the content on Patreon. There's a chat feature. A little- yeah. AOL chat room, which is fun. And on the family affair level, there's bonuses. And we just did a bonus of prison brides. I mean, loved it so much. So patreon.com slash married to reality or married to reality.supercast.com. Also follow us on Instagram at married to reality pod. Call in there, share your thoughts, message us, follow along news, memes, updates. It's all over there on Instagram. Make sure you're following the podcast wherever you're listening. It's so easy to do. Look down and smash that follow button. Guys. Smash it like it's as hot as the beautiful review we got from our friend Gray. One, two, one, three, one, four. Thank you. Great review. I'll say it again. We loved it. Thank you so much. Yeah. If you haven't left a review, please do. If you leave a five-star review and you write something, we'll read it on this podcast yes. right here. All right. That is that. I've said it all. I've said it all. Sure have. It means we'll talk to you guys soon. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.